How are we doing, Mark? I'm good, Rich. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. All right. Know? Ready for mini pod number 10? I was just going to ask, is it 10 now? Number 10. Great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Am. Boy, it feels like we're if they just happen and we do another one. Time is flying. It really is, man. It's going to be yeah. Labor Day before you know it. August is like a luge run. <laughs> Once you get going, just whips right through. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah. So uh, what do we want to start off with? How about a couple of emails from some some listeners? Uh, yeah. Should we uh, talk about our sponsor first? The oh, Block Island Maritime Institute? Well, you know, we could do that. Yeah, let's, let's give them a little love. All right. Block Island Maritime Institute sponsors our mini pods and their um, motto is learn to love Block Island. Yeah, and they've got programs for the whole family to explore the history and beauty of Block Island and the Great Salt Pond, and they are located next to Dead Eye Dicks. Yeah, you can go check out their seven aquariums and exploration tanks. Uh, daily educational programs for kids include uh, maritime, I mean, marine dissections, shell fishing, squidding, crabbing, uh, learning to tie nautical knots, uh, beach and dockside explorations, and the Bimmy Boat Battles, and more. Yeah, it's fun for the whole family. You can take a harbor tour on Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And for more information, just go to uh, blockislandmaritime.org. All right. Cool. All right. Now, I'm not rushing things. No, no, we're good now. Right, now we got we're some good. cool emails. Some just came in. Some might be a little bit back. I went through and found some I might have missed. And nice. I do apologize. Uh, how about uh, we got one from Chuck Page, East Haven, Connecticut. Just listened to the first episode of your podcast and thoroughly enjoyed it. My first visit to the island was in 1970. And starting in 1974, my wife and I rented a house on Connecticut Avenue for quite a few years. And about 10 years ago, we rented on Minister's Lot for about eight years. And now they're lucky enough to get a few nights each year because both of their kids rent houses. So basically, it's a family love affair with Block Island. That's cool. So, yeah, they said they spent many nights back in the 70s at Captain Nick's. Ah. And they even have one of my sharks from my restaurant, Sharky's, from the, from the shark attack. Oh, come yeah. on top of the drink. So he said he has it on his bureau. Um, but he's glad we brought back a lot of good memories, and he looks forward to listening to more. So, hey, thank you so much, Chuck Page. Thanks for the email. Thanks for listening, and thanks for spreading the word. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. And uh, Barbara Kagan wrote in and said, I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying your pod and mini. Thanks for your humor, your insights, and your great interviews. I've been coming to Block Island for many years and thought you might enjoy this shot from the early 90s. It's the long gone sign at the entrance to Mohegan Bluffs. Uh, yeah. We, yeah, we had a long-running fantasy of opening a Feet and Wheels Cafe. I don't know what that means. but Well, there's this sign uh, that used to say feet this way and wheels this way, like oh. don't drive down this with your bike <laughs> or anything. It was like the cute way of saying walkers oh. only. That's so cool. yeah, and I I got a picture of it from her, so I'm going to- uh, Post that up? Yeah, I'm going to put it up on Facebook. Oh, cool. It's a pretty cool old sign. sign. I don't remember it. I told her, you know, that would be a cool name for a food truck. Yeah, feet, feet and wheels. Oh, feet really, you're and driving wheels. here, walking here, you can get some goodie because she wants one. to do a cafe. That's a great. Well, anyway, thanks, Barbara. Thanks for the nice email. Appreciate it. Here's one from Bob in Pittsburgh. You guys suck. And oh wait, I'm not supposed to read that oh, one. Yeah, no, sorry, skip that sorry, one. they're all so good ones. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this one's from uh, Ewan Bryson, aka Simon. I'm not sure if Simon's his nickname or that's what he goes with. Um, Gentlemen, thanks for the show. I love to listen in the UK. Julie Fuller, my dear friend, since my very first summer on Black Island, turned me on. To it, listening to your guest takes me back to my summers from 87 to 93. In his first summer, uh, thanks to his older brother who had an exchange year from St. Andrews University in Scotland to Philadelphia. That's when he was brought here. In the end of that academic year, he got a job on a pizza truck flipping pizzas, and the guy promised him a job the following summer, and he went back to finish his degree at St. Andrews and then headed back to Philly. They... <clears throat> the guy had gone bust, so he had 50 bucks to his name and no job, and he called a friend from St. Andrews and who was working on uh, this little island, quotes, that reminded her of Scotland called Block Island. She said, come on up. 
I don't know if I can do a Scottish accent, but she said, <laughs> come on. Don't try. <laughs> no, don't. All right. She, I'll just wind up talking Minnesotan. That's what I always end up with, you know. <laughs> she said, come on up, Chris. You'll love it. And he did. And he ended up working at the Atlantic for many summers. Uh, I was in London and I had just about, I was just about to graduate from drama school and my intention was to travel for a year before coming back to the UK to start my acting career. And my brother said, uh, my brother said, come out to Block Island and you'll get work. Shag lots of American girls, <laughs> do loads of other fun stuff and make some great cash. And I did all of them. So I met some of my dearest friends, including John Cullen and Julie Fuller and, um, I arrived on a on the wee boat, so I'm assuming he means like the Manitou, the little before uh-huh. they built the big boats. On May 25th and 87, left Point Judith on this boat and met a few very nice people, dish dogs from the harbor side, and they suggested I ask Chris Serino for a job. So he went on to get a job at uh, for many summers working for Serino, but they loved his accent, and this was before foreign workers. So oh. you know they were like, "We got to do something with you." So they said, "Get him out front as a host." <laughs> And it worked. I ended up bussing tables. I worked my nuts off to get money to travel down to Central America. Very exciting place. Anyway, had the best summer and met some of the world's finest. Um, the work ethic that Chris Serino, John Cullen, and Julie Fuller, all of them gave me, has set me right for life. Um, basically, he went back, and I say for many more summers, and he waited tables at the Harborside. So now, wow. he, now he lectures tourism management at the University of the University Center Grimsby. And uh, he's got 25 plus years sent sent my students to the harbor side. I don't know what that means exactly, but I guess he sent some students there. So each and every one of them have loved it. And it's been a key contributor to them getting a much better job than others from their cohort post-graduation. So, uh, well, hey, Simon or Hugh and whatever you go by, thank you for listening, especially from so far away over there in the UK. Shout out. Oh, he did suggest in his email that. If we do decide to do two guys on a different island, that yeah. the UK is an island. Oh, man. So he said, come on over. Okay, cool. I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, let's go stay with Simon. I didn't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Simon, Simon, we might be on our we'll way. Just, like, we won't even tell him. We'll just show up and be yeah. like, hi, we're here. Yep. I read your email. I read your email. <laughs> that, there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm it's here now. Crap. I thought it was crap. I hope your dad knows it's going to come Thank you, Simon. All right, Will sent us one. It said, keep up the good work. Mini pods are awesome additions. Been coming up with my family since I was little, and my wife loves Block Island, so we got married there. Mark was the DJ a long time ago, and this is Will Shields. I remember you guys, Will. It's our kids' favorite place, too, and we have been lucky to make it up here uh, a week or two every summer. I've always wondered how mud, the mudslide became the unofficial drink of Block Island. Maybe you could shed some light on why and how mudslides became so popular. Thank you, Will. That's good uh, advice. And, you know, I, I'm i okay with uh, doing a little bit on the mudslide itself. And I think we should do some market research, Rich. Yeah, we should find that. out because he, he threw a little question mark in there yeah. on the official drink of Block Island. So right. I wonder if it is. It could be. It's certainly one of the more popular ones. It may be after but we I, talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we should go around the island trying a few of the different mudslides and then uh, do a little bit about the mudslides. Yeah, it'll be like, it must say it's the most famous drink of Black Island because my favorite must. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys all for the emails. It's great. We love reading them. Keep them coming. Yeah, I love hearing from you listeners. It, it makes us feel really good that you're enjoying our podcast. It really so. does. So, um, what hey, do we got going on? How was your uh, week? Uh, you go first. Me? Yeah, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I mean, a couple fun things happened. A grammar school friend of mine showed up. That we were friends from like second grade to, to eighth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, Gerard Caffrey. He's a big listener. Cool. Uh, he lives down in Brooklyn where I grew up, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. New York. And uh, so he popped out. I got a pick with him. It was great to see him. 
Um, I don't know what else. I guess uh, I went to the Mary D ball. Oh yeah, as somebody, some of you may know. I put some pictures up. I got a few more coming up on the post. Mary could not make it. Uh-huh. She wasn't feeling up to it at the time or something like That's that. Okay. So uh, they had these great little stick faces where you could hold I it saw next those. to you. And yeah, it was kind of cool. A lot of fans there too. Oh, cool. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Togobies. That's my new thing. You Togobies. T G O B I. Yeah. Two guys on back on. <laughs> Um, yeah, some I knew, some I never met before. Someone came up to me and like, oh, just want to let you know I love the show. Uh, I met a couple of great couples and took yeah. pictures, and so they were nice. all going up there. Yeah, it was really, really fun. That's always a good time. And um, the ribs were delish. Oh, nice. So um, I don't know what else. I, you know, I, I did see something that was kind of funny. So I was off island this week. I had to do an errand on the mainland, and I was driving from Westerly down Route 1 yeah. to the ferry. Mm-hmm. And I come upon this guy who's on a mini bike, I would call it. You know, it was street legal, but it, I think it maxed out at about 38 miles an hour. Okay. And Route 1's, you know, 55 or whatever. Yeah. Well, some of you think it's 85, but it's actually 50, <laughs> 50 or 55. At any rate, cars are whipping by. I'm like, this guy is crazy. You know, is he not? What is he doing on Route 1? Yeah, hopefully so, he's just going up like, yeah, you know, like a, a mile or two. I hope he's okay. So I get done what i'm doing i get to the boat i back on the boat and who pulls up but him so this is a guy who drove a mini bike from god knows where just Man, to get to the ferry he really wanted to get to block island yeah he pulled the mini bike on and got on the boat i'm like oh my god wow Can't, you know that's a sign you really want to be here so, yeah no doubt i don't know um what else you know what i was thinking i was looking at some of the great lemonade stands around the island and i think wouldn't it be cool if we maybe did a mini with a couple of kids from one of the lemonade stands yeah it'd be fun yeah but just a mini though because kids are only entertaining for like 10 minutes yeah and short attention spans as well yeah although yeah. there's one lemonade stand i don't know you know i don't want to be that guy but there's one it's it's set up yeah no lemonade cooler says bottled water one dollar self-serve yeah i mean i don't know do you think that's so you just what leave them on the honor system basically. yeah but my point is that i don't want to get into the legalities of not having a license to do a commercial business just beyond it there is a bunch of little kids sitting there in the hot sun working their asses off trying to sell lemonade and you set up a you know you know maybe it's a no contact thing i, don't know. I guess you could hide yeah, maybe the, you could you know, yeah. hide on the COVID thing but i don't know what kind of ethics kind of, you're right. instilling in your children well you know what when load you... the cooler kids and then get in the car we're going to the beach and we come back we got money right right <laughs> that's that, yeah you're right i guess that's kind of weird oh wait but you know what would be funny is if you and i dressed up as like inspectors and went around the <laughs> island to the kids that are and be like uh can we see your license please yeah <laughs> I will tell you right now, kid, if uh, we get a lemonade on the house. Right. We'll let this one good. slide. All's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not against the kids. In I don't think they need permits. Have fun. But just like, what if you and I run an extension cord and put a kegerator out there with a nice keg of cold beer and yeah. cups and said self-serve $3? Wow. We'd be in trouble like. Yeah. In 10 minutes. Yeah, we probably. Yeah. Well, it depends on, you know, who comes to. uh that's you know, true. Sir, you know, tell you like if it's uh, Joe, you know, yeah. you probably just have a beer with Joe and please you know. text picture of ID yeah. to this number before <laughs> serving yourself a beer. <laughs> we should do it without even a keg in there just for fun. Like yeah. beer three dollars like, and just yeah, make it like non alcoholic like, beer. Yeah, the empty kegerator. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would get some attention. All right, fun. enough enough about my week. Okay. What happened to you? How's your uh, week? Been? My week was good. My week was fine, but I I want to tell you about something that happened to me last night. Last night. <laughs> last night. Okay. So I had the night off, right? Yep. And you know, Katie's off island. I've been, you know, working, doing stuff around here, and I'm like, I'm just going to 
take myself out to dinner. I'm going to take myself on a date. I'm going to have a nice mellow night. I'm going to go up to the spring house. I'm going to sit at the bar and have some food. And I'm going to come home and I'm going to go to bed. So I go up there and there's one spot in the bar all the way at the end around the corner, where, which is usually Frank DiBiase Sr.'s seat. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. where Frank mm-hmm. sits. So that was the spot open. I sit down there and talk to a nice couple next to me, start, you know, and then the Payne's Dot crew is down there. So it's like uh, the, the Galleranis and Ruthie and uh, Kim. And so I sit down, I say hi to those guys, then I go sit down and like all of a sudden there's a martini in front of me that the Gallerani sent over. So I'm like, well, thank you. All right. <laughs> oh, and it was martini night. I forgot. Now, martini night's different than it used to be now. So martini night is mellower. It starts early. It's like outside. So there's like families hanging around and stuff. Oh, and nice. then inside there's no more bands and stuff. It's mellow. They have a piano player, great piano player. That's what my thought on martini night always was. Why aren't there more children here? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yes. Kids love martinis, you know. But anyway, so I'm sitting there, you know, had a martini, which is nice, had some food. And then, you know, Kim and Ruthie sent over another martini. Oh, oh. And uh, then I had some, some more food. And then Kim and Ruthie paid for my dinner. They, they bought me dinner, which is so sweet. And then the Gallerani sent over another martini. That's the one. And I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, now look, I'm a pro. I can handle my, my martinis. So, you know, I did. I mm-hmm. had a third martini and I sat there and I, I brought my, I rode my scooter up, but I figured, you know, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Anyways, Frankie Jr. is there and, and he gets off of work. He clocks out and I haven't talked, I haven't had a chance to catch up with Frankie all summer. We're both, he's so busy. He just had a kid, Frank, Frank the fourth, actually. Oh, congrats. Son. Yep. And uh, so we're talking and he's like, have a drink with me, Mark. I'm like, Frankie, I, I can't, man. I got to go home. I got to go home. He's like, just one. Come on, hang out. I'm like, all right, Frankie, for you, I'll have one. So I have another drink and I'm sitting there with Frank. And all of a sudden he goes and he leaves. He's like, oh, hold on a second. So he leaves and he comes back. He goes, hey, guess what? He goes, Cuba Cuba Gooding Jr. is here. I said, oh, that's cool. The actor, you know, show me the money. Show me the money. So uh, we're sitting there and, you know, then I have another drink. And then, you know, Cuba comes over and talks. Frankie introduces me and says, hey, what's up, man? And then um, so then uh, the piano player goes on break and uh, Frankie's like, Mark, go play a song. And I'm like, come on, dude. I, I can't, I'm a hammer. I'm like, yeah, I'm drunk, man. Three songs I, it's not going to sound Martini. great. <laughs> you know, it's going to sound terrible. And he's like, just that. Come on, for old time's sake. I'm like, all right. So I go up. The, the, the gentleman playing the piano is nice enough to let me sit in. So I get up. I start playing. And I played a couple songs. And then Cuba and his two friends like plop themselves right in front of me. And they're like into it. You know, they're, you know, grooving away. And so then Frankie like looks, points at him. And he's like, points at me like, you have him come up. And I'm like, all right. So I point over at Cuba. I'm like, you want to come up? And he, and he goes, yeah, man. So I'm like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to my friend Larry. He's going to come up and sing a song. <laughs> and so Cuba comes up and he gets, he's, I'm like, what do you want to sing, man? And I don't, you know, he goes, Journey. Oh. And I'm like, all right, what Journey song? <laughs> and I'm like, thinking he's going to say, like, don't stop believing or whatever. He goes, faithfully. And I'm like, all right wow. then. So I start playing it, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow it down, man! Slow it down!" I'm like, "Okay, slowed it down." <laughs> and man, let me tell you something: this dude can sing some Journey. He sang his ass off. Really, Cuba's what, got pipes. What a voice, man! Yeah, and you know, and then I looked looked him up. Like, you know, he was just in Chicago on uh, on I think it was on Broadway. Or I can't remember where he did it. That back in the spring or whenever, a little while ago. But yeah, man, what a talented guy! And we rocked faithfully by Journey, and he was just so cool. And then I, you know, hung out with him for a little bit afterwards. Nice guy. 
Do you get nice any pictures? Guy. Yeah, there's video. I'll show you later. There's oh, a video cool. and all that. You know, that maybe we'll post like a, it up. That's yeah. an awesome story. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. I love so, those randos. You know, it was totally random. So then I stayed there a lot later. I think oh. I, I ended up hanging out with mm-hmm. those guys a little late, and then I think, I hear the sunrise is beautiful from that day. Well, I didn't quite go that far. <laughs> oh, but it was right. like I think it was between like two thirty and three when I finally oh nice made it home. But wow. uh, yeah, you know, when's the next time you're gonna get to slam bourbon with Cuba? Yeah, so. Wow, that's a great story. It was fun, that's yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> it was like one of my top five. And Frankie's looking at me like, did this really just happen? Like, what just happened? This is insane. That is crazy. Yeah, it was fun. That's though. a good story. Good stuff, right? Yeah, I yeah. love that. So that was my night last night. It's like, you know, you go out expecting you're going to have a nice quiet dinner by yourself and be in bed by 10. And the next thing you know, no. you're singing Journey with Cuba Gooding Jr. Well, you know. You know what I call that? Thursday. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Well, I... You know, what else? You played uh, Blushing Brides last yeah, weekend, right? That. Wrapped yeah. that up. Yeah, did that. DJ When's your next show with them? Disco night. Uh, we're playing actually the Ocean Mist on September 17th. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I got a little fun. break. Yeah, a little break. A little yeah. break. So, right. yeah. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's see what happened this past week. Uh, the triathlon happened. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of our uh, summer locals, Kelsey Lundberg, she was the first to cross the finish line, but uh, finished third overall. She's a bartender who works out here on the island. And um, Wait, how did she... Yeah, I don't know. It was unclear in the article. Maybe she's first female? I guess maybe. Maybe that's what they meant. Although I don't think they specify that. Maybe they did and I didn't read it properly. But uh, Hmm. yeah, it was a little confusing. But anyway. They usually do have a male and a female category. I'm assuming that's what it was. Okay. But anyway, congratulations, Kelsey. And uh, the uh, article went on to say that she wasn't even winded when she crossed the finish line. She said she just charged right right through it. I was right behind her and I could barely breathe. (laughs) (laughs) I got got winded. That was earlier on a moped, though. Right. I mean, I got winded reading the article, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it looks like the town hall is uh, talking. They need some technology updates pretty bad. Uh, They actually use the word archaic backup systems. Uh, you know, they're very, they feel right now they're pretty exposed to attacks from hackers. And I guess that's a big thing happening now. You yeah. Know, these a, hackers hold a town hostage or a, right. any public uh, entity and yeah. they get in there and, and yeah, not, they can mess things up. Yeah. Not to mention, I have a lot of access to people's personal information, you know, true. And uh, Block yeah. Island has some people here given its nature that really don't want their personal information out there. Probably not. You know? I mean, nobody does. Nobody does, but you yeah. know, well, I anyway. put mine up there. I, I, yeah, you know, I have nothing to hide. And what, what do you want to know about me, anyways? Nothing. I don't know. There was a guy I didn't like, so I paid for a billboard and put his social security <laughs> number up there. Good one. That's <laughs> yeah, a good, why not? Yeah, you know. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we're gonna work on the technology updates for town hall at some point. And it's probably a good be, idea. Yeah, it's gonna be cost a little bit of money, but uh, you know, you got a lot do less it. than a five million dollar ransom. Yeah, or, know, which is what they do, right? They basically. Right. You know, yeah, they take they lock you up yeah. and lock you out of your own everything. Right. And you're stuck until you pay it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot of people pay it. Crazy stuff. It really is scary. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's uh, also the uh, there's the uh, police advisory commission, which has been, uh, you know, there was some legalese where uh, back. I think they changed it because they said the uh, town hall had the option to form a uh, or the town had an option to form the police advisory commission. But now they said they shall form a police advisory commission. Um, So the commission is made up of Molly O'Neill, Jim Hinthorn, Annie Transu, Caroline Collins, and John Spear. Uh, Molly O'Neill referenced mopeds as still being a core issue. She also mentioned electric scooters, skateboards, and bicycles. And she said, you have to be very zen if you're going to drive around all day out here. And she's right. You do. Yeah. I just cruise real slow. Yeah. I mean, that's really, and that's really good advice from Molly. Like just 
take your time. Yes. You know? You're on the island. You're on island time. I find there's Slow that down. there's that transition week where I have a little trouble because I don't allow for that extra time yeah. b- because it goes from where there's nobody on the roads to people everywhere. And, right. But once I get it, man, you just leave 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? You figure it out. No big deal. Yeah. But I mean, I do know the feeling, and I'm sure you do too, of like when you were running the restaurants, people that work out here or, you know, you're in the middle of your day and things you have to get from one place to the other. It's you gotta go tough. To, it's tough. It's you know, tough. I it's, mean, it just literally took me, you know, before we, I said I had to run down to the, the old transfer station. Right. And it probably took me 20 minutes to get there, 25 minutes. Yeah. You know? But you can't, you got to be safe. You so know, be safe. I had to go pick up uh, something that came in at the airport for me. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, it's a nice day. I'll, you know, cruise through town first on the scooter. So I, I went, you know, up Weldon's way around the statue of Rebecca, figured I'd come back past the National and just check out town. And it took literally, it took like 15 minutes to get from, do a loop from Captain Nick's up that route and back. Yeah. It, it took 15 minutes. You just got to allow the time. That's it. You know, you stop and you wait yeah. and people cross the street and, you know, you, just take we your all, time. You know, what are we going to do? Yeah. Hey, but, you know. Oh, go ahead. What no, do you got? I was just going to say, but the uh, police advisory commission, um, you know, their their job is to kind of, well, it's just like it sounds, is to advise the police force on, you know, things they think need to be addressed and whatever. And, um, you know, our, our new chief, Matt Moynihan, says he's looking forward to working with these guys. He uh, stressed staffing as being still a really key issue. And it's true. That's huge. I mean, you know, he's got 20 officers out here during the summer to deal with, you know, uh, tens of thousands of people. 20, yeah. 20, and that's to people. cover 14 shifts. Yes. You it's, know, it's, it's like, not you know. like 20 officers that you yeah. can shuffle around during the day. Right. Plus cover, as we learned from previous chief Carlone cover going to court, you right. Know, to follow up on yeah. the serious issues. Right. Right. You know, right. not that not wearing your strap on your helmet on your moped isn't serious, right. but, but you know, yeah. assaults and things like that. Right. You, you have to follow through on that. And I do um, have to say on a, on a separate trip through town this morning, you know, and on other days, there's there's the new chief, Matt Moynihan, out there. You know, he's directing traffic, boots on the ground. Like, he's not just, like, kicking it back in his, like, air-conditioned office while all the other guys are doing the work. He's he's out there, you no, know. That's good. Doing doing the work. He's so out there. Sh- it so. should be. Yeah. You know, it's good following, too. You know, I mean, the, it's, it's not that easy, and we tend to see unfunded mandates from this town council. They tend to get a stick across their ass about something yeah. and they want this and they want this and they want this, but when it comes budget time, they don't want to fund it. Right. You know, it's yeah. like that. And that comes to the staffing yeah. issue, you know? Well, I hope he gets the funding he needs and, uh, you know, I hope he, uh, you know, has a great success as, as the chief, you know? Yeah. Hey, I forgot to pass a message on and I brought up the going down to the transfer station. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there was an article in the times about the transfer station, how much garbage we, collect and ship off this island okay and uh jamie johnson stopped me because he used to be in yes. the trash business right and he said one time uh you know kind of for shits and giggles but not really they took a whole truckload of garbage whatever he said it was like 1400 pounds or some huge amount and they actually laid out tarps and they went through it and now this is trash dedicated to go right into the compactor to the landfill right and they picked out all of the compostable, all of the recyclable that people had thrown in their trash trash. Mm-hmm. And it was, I forget what he said, but it was, it, it, it was like half of it should have not been in the trash. Oh, wow. So he asked me to mention that. And if you visiting Block Island, remember the same rules here. You know, if you, yeah. if you recycle at home, do it here. I know yeah. everybody's in a hurry to clean up the house and get out the last day. So you just chuck things in there. But, yeah. you know, that's a lot. If that is. truckload could have it been is. half the size to go into a landfill. And not to mention the stuff that shouldn't be in there going into a landfill. You know, yeah. that's pretty that's, much what his message was so i told him i'd pass that on well and, that's uh, 
uh, again, good advice for our listeners. That's you know, right. if you're visiting, please, you know, recycle. Yeah. And do that. So we know you're probably not going to compost. I mean, well, the, but, they'll take it at the farmer's market. Yeah. Or just eat all of it. That was, oh, that was a big one. He said so much wasted food. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Katie, my wife used to uh, do house cleaning with a friend of ours that had his own business. And uh, yeah, she was like, you wouldn't believe the amount of food that just like is left it's, in the fridge. And, yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's sad. It's, uh, yeah. So. It, it is. But, oh, well. you know, that's part of being American, I guess. I guess. More, more, more. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Southeast Light is officially reopened, which is oh, awesome. Great. We, we, I think we talked about it last week. You should go check it out. However, uh, Sockham Pond is closed. It is off limits due to a blue-green algae bloom. And I'm assuming that means for swimming. I, I would think so. Boating, swimming. Um, generally, what I read was... Uh, this this algae bloom it can affect your respiratory system so it can like cause kind of like you know uh, sneezing coughing kind of an irritation in your throat it's uh, it gets airborne the the whatever the stuff that comes off the algae I know a is. few people that I would give a swimming pass to go yeah I <laughs> take them swimming there yeah yeah I'd be like oh you're gonna love it it's great yeah Dive a lot right of in. weird stuff happens when water gets really warm it's yeah not, there's an amoeba that actually like attacks your brain. Really? Through your nasal cavity, yeah. I mean, Ew. But it doesn't do it unless the water it's in is over 80 degrees. Huh. It's a very strange thing. Wow. Yeah, That's very rare. Crazy. But Well, anyway, don't go swimming in Sockham Pond, please. Just stuff to think about while you're lulling off to sleep tonight. <laughs> All the, yeah, um, brain-eating amoebas. Brain-eating amoebas. And whatnot. All right, what's yeah. coming up this week on the island, Rich? Oh, you want me to talk about it? Well, let's not forget about the Bimmy Silent Auction. That is August 17th and 18th from 4 to 7. Yeah. And you just go in, write down your bid. You don't have to, you know, if you don't love chit-chatting with people or being in the public eye, just it's nice and quiet, silent yeah. auction. And they got some really good stuff I talked about last time. I mean, opening um, opening day Patriots tickets with right. a parking pass. Those yeah. seats are on the 50-yard line. Nice. Uh, you know, the, oh, the round-trip ticket anywhere yeah. in the country for uh, Delta, you know, Airlines Delta Airlines or Yeah, that's a good one. The Continental. You can't get to Hawaii with these tickets, so oh. don't even try. Gotcha. But you can go to Topeka. Yeah. Or yeah. you can take a flight wherever you want and just make a quick trip out to, you know, like um, Rat Island in the hog pen yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That's Kinda a good like idea. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another cool thing happening. There's a uh, summer symphony at the Sullivan House and uh, it's featuring members of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. That's a Wednesday, August 18th. Uh, cocktail hour begins at 5 p.m. and then the performance is at 6 p.m. Uh, tickets are $45 and you can purchase them at the Chamber of Commerce or on Eventbrite, which is a website where you can buy tickets for stuff. Oh, so that, that sounds, sounds classy. Yeah, something right? classy and new. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's I might really check good. that out. Um, so uh, what else we got? Do you want to wrap no. it up? I yeah, that's all I got, boring. man. A little, no. One more uh, piece out to our friends yeah. at uh, Bimmy for sponsoring us. We really appreciate it. In addition to all the great stuff we already told you about, they they also do a thing called Tuesday Night Talks with scientists, historians, and researchers who bring their fascinating stories and latest findings to uh, the weekly seminar series. And that's on Tuesday evenings all summer at 7 p.m. So if you want an enjoyable evening with information and conversation, that's the place to be. And uh, this Tuesday night talk is Mission to Bring Regenerative Crops to Market, The Kelp Story, with Craig Wilson. He's the co-founder of The Crop Project. Um, and that's going to take place at Bimmy on Tuesday, August 17th at 7 p.m. Uh, so stop in if you want to learn a little something about that. Cool. Check yeah. it out. I think we got some kelp farmers out here now. Do we? I think so. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. You know how I never want to say anything that might not be right on this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. We're right. big sticklers for accuracy. 
I want to say, I thought Catherine Puckett was giving it a go. Do you yeah, know her? I think she was too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's still doing it or not, yeah. but pretty neat stuff. Yeah, I feel like Jen Lighty was at one point making like seaweed chips, maybe. Like, yep, you know yeah. how you can make like kale chips or something? I think I had. She's a big listener, that. you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I saw yeah. her. She told me thanks because she's been away for a couple That's of years. That's right. She's in Hawaii. Speaking she's of Hawaii. She's back, I think. She's back. Yeah, I saw yeah. her as well, like last week on yeah. the beach. Yep. She yeah. was in Hawaii. Cool. And, uh, you know, when I don't notice people are gone, it's because I don't go anywhere, not right. because I didn't yeah. miss them. You know. <laughs> but at any rate, so she gave me a quick yeah. shout out, said how much she really enjoyed nice. being able to listen to st- stuff about Block Island. Do you know what Jen's nickname is? No. White Wave. Really? That's her Sea uh, Squad name. Oh, the C Squad. We have a C Squad. You know what mine is? What's yours? Fried clam. <laughs> Steve Lighty makes up the name. Steve the Lightning Lighty. Well, you know what? You know what Katie's is? What? Cohog Katie. Ah, Pretty I think good. we've heard that one from you before, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's what they call her. So anyway, all right. Well, that's my week. That's the week coming up, and uh, hope you have fun on Block Island, everybody. Anything yeah, else? I don't think I got anything else. I mm. mean, you know, that's enough. So yeah, enjoy August. Enjoy it. It's really uh, nice out there. A little hot this week, but. That's yeah. what it's all about, folks. Super hot. I'm going to the beach now. Nice. Okay. All right. Have a great week. <laughs>